I love how you came in with, uh, it's Friday the 13th and we had a conversation with my mastermind this morning about Friday the 13th and, uh, Allah, he's like, today's your lucky day, man. Don't buy into the hype. Welcome to, uh, episode nine of the special series on purpose of the just life podcast. It is our hope that the gritty, real, and uncensored insights we share with you here will help you get your shit together as you explore and discover what it takes to living your best life on your terms. Purpose. Purpose, purpose, purpose. I feel like I just, I keep saying this word. Um, and, and it's, yeah, I kind of feel like it's losing, it's losing its meaning a little bit. Um, but, but really so important. Every time I hear these conversations, I'm reminded of just how important this conversation is and what it is and how do you find yours that it's totally normal to be asking that question of yourself on a regular basis that no, you're not a hopeless cause. And what's the point? And just check out, believe it or not, you have everything you need. And in this series, we'll reveal what I mean and what you can expect if you join us for a day on purpose in January, which I'll share a little bit about at the end of the podcast. And today we have uh, our guest, Lori Mackay and Richard Booker. Hi, David. We're going to have a little conversation, or rather you guys are going to have a little conversation about purpose. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. You have the mic. Thank you. Thanks, David. Hi, Lori. Well, hi. Thanks for coming. Well, thank you. Uh... You know, I, I, I often talk about how um, it feels like the universe is uh, directing me to do different things and, and opening, putting things in front of me, people in, into my life at, at different places. And um, I'm just about fully at the stage now where I don't ask a lot of questions. I just sort of smile and nod and say, yeah, wow, okay. So I'm thinking back to the day where I was down at CBC and I just finished a chat on the dinner news, the, the TV news, and you had just finished a conversation with, um, with, uh, Doug, Dirks, with Doug Dirks talking about, about mm -hmm. wine on that, on that Friday. Was it a Friday? It was a Friday. It was yeah. Friday in September. I think it was the 19th. Yeah. And I remember that moment too, Richard. It was yeah. really fun to see you as I'm walking out into the lobby. Yeah. And then we, we, um, We'd had a, a conversation oh, probably a few months before mm -hmm. that, but I just the thought occurred to me that, because I remember that conversation, I thought this would be so cool to have you part of this journey and to, to, for folks to hear about that story, because I, I just know it would identify with people so well. I don't want to steal the story because folks are going to hear that on the day. Right. But I thought I, I thought maybe we could um, explore a little bit about when, when you heard about this whole concept of purpose and a, and a day on it and me thinking, asking you to be part of it. What was that all like for you? Well, you know, I feel like I've been on this uh, purpose calling path for a long time, mm -hmm. you know, trying to carve my own way. And so it's really honored that you'd ask me. But uh, sometimes I think, have I reached that point? Have I found my purpose? I, I seem to be in a perpetual quest for it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because I'm a person that likes to take a meandering path. Uh, I like getting there, you know, and uh, be it, you know, when I'm traveling or when I'm studying or what the case, I don't always take the direct path. So when you mm -hmm. asked me to do this, I thought, you know, this is fantastic because there's so many books out there, but to come, for people to come 
and sit in a room and just hear how other people are either finding their purpose or people like me that are still on a quest, even though, you know, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm down that path. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's, you know, how long am I going to live? My purpose might change. Yeah. And it has changed along the route. And then, of course, there's people in the room that, uh, you know, are, are walking and talking and breathing their purpose. Mm -hmm. I remember when I went started writing my book and so I'm starting to do reading and right. well, I call it formation reading for before I started writing and um, you know reading what we might call the mystics so Lao Tzu and Buddha mm -hmm. and then modern day mystics so Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle and, and other authors right. and I as I was reading the more modern day authors I you know I started feeling like uh, is it just me I mean I just I'm not getting this I feel like it's almost in another language. I mean, I, I understand the words. I know what the words mean that they're writing, but they just felt like they were so far out of my reality and so far out of my reach. Um, and I kind of walked away from that experience really feeling a little stupid, thinking that this isn't that complicated. I mean, you look at the signs, your purpose is there. You find work that aligns with your purpose. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's wrong? Have you ever, have, does that resonate with you at all? Oh, of course it does. Um, finding work that aligns with your purpose. I'm fortunate that I have, mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, it was sort of one of those things I kept having to open different doors. So, um, yeah, I think that resonates with most of us. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, throw in, oh, you know, you have so much potential. How many times have you heard that? Yeah. Um, oh, then yeah. that just puts the pressure on more because you're now not only motivated to find your purpose, but you have all this potential you don't want to waste in your lifetime, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know I've always felt that quite yeah, like the, challenge. The, the, the people that say you have so much potential, it's like, like, why can't you see that? Like, what's wrong with you? And it, it's, it's, Yes, it's, your own potential, you mean. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, um, I, I often have felt, and I think that as, I'm, as I've journeyed towards figuring out what mine is, I often felt that, well, if you can see it that plainly, why don't you just tell me, for God's sake? Why are you yeah. keeping it from me? Right. It, it's apparently frustrating you because you sound agitated. Why can't you figure this out? What's <laughs> wrong with you? So go ahead, tell me. Well, you know, I now look at those people as uh, just stumbling blocks for the path of purpose. Right. You know, they mean well, um, but they can really throw you off your, your path if you're in yeah. a vulnerable state or, uh, you know, you haven't opened the right door yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm very conscious. I don't say to people, oh, you have so much potential because I know what it feels like to be the recipient of that big potential ball. Yeah. And it's not fun. Yeah, it's kind of like a medicine ball and it's covered with actual grease or something. And yeah, and like, some spikes in there too. Yeah. <laughs> Get stuck. Now what yeah. do I do? So you were saying you're well on your way. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm curious then, what, what were you seeing, feeling, hearing, are you seeing, feeling, hearing, that, that sort of leads you to feel like, yeah, this is the right way to go? You know, a lot of trial and error, for mm -hmm. sure. I mean, because what I, the path I started on and the one I'm on are certainly different. But what sort of makes me realize that I'm on the right path mm -hmm. is really how much I love doing it. Mm -hmm. So um, my path is in the wine world, and it's just a great vehicle for, you know, exploring a lot of different elements that I like to do. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, you know, I really thought it was going to be a short stint, and it's turned out to be just a really good way to find my purpose and, you know, to have a good time along the way. That's a really important part of it. You know yeah. you're on your purpose path if you're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, you're you're getting invigorated and you want to do more of it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. I studied economics. I know what not being on my path feels like. <laughs> right? And that Not was, that there's anything wrong with economics. Economics is great, yeah. but it wasn't the right path for me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I had to get a degree under my belt before I realized that. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm one of these people, I'm very clear on what it's not, or I was when I was younger. Right. You know, I remember the, uh, the first, uh, planning dinner we had. Yeah. Feels like a year ago now. <laughs> um, and I have many fond memories of that evening and, and you were very generous in, uh, in helping us pick the wine that we were going right. to enjoy with that meal. And I remember I was in the kitchen busily just sort of plating stuff and, and um, there was a sort of a low hum of conversation, and then, uh, and then out of all of that, you kind of launched into into role, and maybe even launched into purpose. And all of a sudden, there is this skilled, uh, articulate, professional uh, sommelier guiding us into what was going to be accompanying our conversation and our experience that evening. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting for me to be standing in the kitchen, because fortunately right across the island, you were standing at the table and looking towards the kitchen so I could see this all sort of, this transformation yeah. happen. It's like I remember all the pieces were sort of floating around in space and then in that moment just kind of came kind of glued together. It was, what was it like on your side of the, of, from behind your eyes looking out into it? Oh, well, that's fun for me, you know. I wanted people to have, uh, to fill their glass with the right wine, which might seem like a little thing. Yeah. But there's so many wines out there, and there's so many better wines than others at the same price point. So mm -hmm. I just want people to explore and realize uh, you don't have to settle. You don't even have to settle for the little things, be it a glass of wine or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, wine's one of those subjects uh, can easily be intimidating. Of course, it was a great group around the table, mm -hmm. so they weren't intimidated. They they were excited to try, you know, something new. Because I made sure I brought things that, you know, I didn't think most people knew about. Right. right. So, no, when I'm in that role, yeah, I just feel very at ease. Right. Yeah. So, what what role does that role play in having you feel like the wheels are on the rails? Oh, well, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into here, but uh, just knowing that feeling, you knowing the feeling when it, it's the right fit compared to when it's the wrong fit. Mm -hmm. And I always equate it to, you know, being a salmon, you know, going up the current. You know, it's a lot of work. It's exhausting when you're on a path that everyone thinks is a good one for you, but mm -hmm. you just know that your life energy is being zapped away and um, you don't really have any desire to keep building on that information you yeah. know, that's a that's a really good sign you're not on the right path whereas when you're on the right one you know I'll use wine as an example you just keep wanting to study and explore and yeah. you know go into different shops and um, try different things it's it's easy mm -hmm. yeah. well, that's really interesting because you know um, I think back to when I was 
well, I, I describe it as my 20-year desert experience, going from one mess into <laughs> one just like it over and over and over again before I finally reached the pinnacle of my frustration. Um, and I wouldn't have intuitively thought that negative guidance, uh, for lack of a better term, would actually be considered guidance. In other words, so you're, when you go in the wrong direction, you feel like the energy is being drawn out of you. And as you just said, it, it, it's, an in, it, it's giving you information and as if to say, this is the wrong way to go. Yes. And, you know, if you keep going down that path, if you go too long, then sometimes you need even bigger jolts. Right, you know? right. And so it's, uh, it, and I hadn't thought of it that way. And, um, and I know folks that will be joining us in January and, and folks that I'm talking to now about the day um, are, are looking at the question. And as David mm -hmm. was saying earlier, it's just purpose, 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 purpose. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, can I shut up already? I feel, you know, and everything that I feel like, especially if I'm one of those people that happens to have a lot of potential and right. why don't you just lots of the, that kind of feedback. And I'm, you know, whatever age I am and I haven't figured it out yet. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want anybody talking about it. And yet you just shared some insight that, that says, well, we actually may have an awful lot of information available to us if we just kind of look in the rearview mirror a minute and see what were the things that we were doing and what were the paths that we were following that were taking energy from us and not giving it to us? And that, and then you look at the path that isn't that way. Well, I think sometimes when you watch someone else, you, that's when you can see it mm -hmm. is you can tell when they're really in their zone too. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, seeing you up on a podium, I've seen you at different events on a podium. You seem like such a natural, mm -hmm. like that's where you're holding the room. And, um, it's a great, place to be in the audience and i know that's giving you energy mm -hmm. yeah right you must buzz afterwards completely i shouldn't operate heavy farm equipment after that. <laughs> that's right that's i wouldn't recommend that either no. <laughs> you know um so i'm sure anybody that's listening can see the mm -hmm. natural flow and connection between economics and wine right well there is <laughs> there is a connection there i suppose but uh well, you know, what maybe invigorates me about wine is, uh, and I'll go into more detail on the day, mm -hmm. but there's so many avenues with wine and just being uh, a person that loves to travel, you know, and I didn't actually know I had that love for traveling until after my economics degree, mm -hmm. but um, then I was fortunate to strap the backpack on, go and see. I was such a natural at going to different countries mm -hmm. and cultures. And then uh, the beauty of wine now is, I say, just by you know popping the cork, I basically travel to a different country. Mm -hmm. At least you might not, but I do. Yeah. And that gives me my buzz, my rush. I'm not even talking about the alcohol and the wine. I'm just talking about the excitement. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't seem like a natural match, wine and economics. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a bit of a stretch for sure. But economics taught me to look at the world in, a, in one way. Mm -hmm. And the world of wine, I, I look at it in a different way. Yeah. And the way I like better, it's it's a bit more natural, earthy. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Way? Who's in it? Uh, Martin Sheen. 
Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah it was a good movie. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a Camino de yes, Santiago. Exactly. Yeah. And every, of course, every every place mm-hmm. they stopped, one of them picked up some wine, plunked it on the table, and and it became a not a, not a centerpiece of the of of the gathering, but uh, and I won't even say a lubricant, but it was it sort of noted that we're getting together as a group as a, uh, and it's a celebration uh, that we're a cohort, we're a team, we're in this together and. And, and this is a way of, of us celebrating that. Well, and I've walked part of that Camino de Santiago, and uh, I mean, it's mandatory to do part yeah. of that along the route. So uh, well, you're walking. Wine's cheaper amongst... than water there, I think. So. Uh, isn't that civilized? <laughs> yeah. um, yes, it is. And so, uh, you know, the our group mm-hmm. is, you know, on a similar path, right? Yeah. We could call it the Camino de Purpose. Next, maybe yeah. numeral when we do it again. Yeah, we'll have to find the word. What's the what's the purpose in Italian or Spanish? Sure. We'll have to figure that out. I but it's have no idea. It'd be yeah. like reason. Yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting because you think um, uh, I, I was talking about this and or thinking about this just the other day. I was writing a, writing a post for LinkedIn. And initially, when I was writing the book, the working title was Build It Behind Your Eyes, and it's from a James Taylor song. Hmm. Um, and I'll actually play it on the day, because when you hear the chorus, it, it really resonates. And when my wife said, well, why are you calling it Build It Behind Your Eyes? Aren't you trying to get people to get into their heart? And isn't that where purpose is really found? Not in their head. Why are you calling it Build It Behind Your Eyes? And then that's when the, I got clarity to say, well, no, it's enough to be on your way. And so the Camino concept, and if you're on your way, and David, you said this often in some of your intros to what we've been talking about in these podcasts, that it's it's about being on the way. It, it's not so much the destination of, you know, 55 people on the day will have this magic epiphany and we'll all look at them with and have spotlights on them saying, what's happening to them? Oh, they're having an epiphany. They found their purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if only it were that simple. It's like popcorn going off in the microwave. Um, it's not quite that way. It, it really is. So I'm hearing, I'm getting that a lot with you, that it's um, the energy that you project is I, I am on the way. You even characterized it, I think, once of, I feel like I've got the middle part of my purpose, but I'm not sure I've got the top and the bottom, I, I think is the way. Uh, sort of the bookends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what it felt feels like sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, as I walk down this path, I'm realizing, actually, I do have the bookends. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun path. Mm-hmm. But um, it's certainly nice just to be around people and, and, you know, like yourself and getting encouraged to push yourself even further down the path, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm also a big hiker. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that metaphor of walking either, you know, sometimes it is uphill, yeah, up a mountain. But then once you reach that peak, that doesn't mean it's the end. It just yeah. means there's a nice view up there. Oh, and guess what? There's another peak beyond there you need to get to. Yeah. And so, you know, so on. It's yeah. a mountain without a top. Yeah. And that's okay. Because, uh, well, I would hate to think, at, you know, where I'm at in my timeline in my life right now, that, mm-hmm. okay, I've reached the top. Yeah. No, there's another top. Yeah. So. You remember the scene with Jack from Ireland when the, when the group found him and he's stomping around in a field somewhere and he's, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a travel writer and he's saying the whole world is a metaphor everything's a metaphor and he, he couldn't write anymore because everything he looked at is a metaphor <laughs> and even the fact that the meta- he's saying that. life's a metaphor right. he's saying then that's a metaphor <laughs> and he got stuck in, in yeah the, in the loop and the meaning is everywhere but it's, it is really seems to be part of that and it sounds like you're 
um, you're noticing the meaning in the moment as you're going through that. Does that resonate? Oh, definitely. Yes, that, that, uh, that's certainly true. And um, meaning is what it's all about because uh, otherwise it's just an empty feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, fortunately, you know, I, I have veered off the path. It hasn't been all wine all the time. I've done other things besides that, which have been meaningful as well. And, it, you know, it's taught me, you know, when, it, when I truly connect. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, that's a big part of the purpose path. You have to feel that connection mm-hmm. to what you're doing. And it, uh, and I certainly do. You know, I think you may have really hit on something there. And, and David, to your opening comment about purpose, 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 purpose. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's purpose path. And when yeah. you put those two words together, that that it, it maybe purpose, purpose, purpose seems like that annoying little little gnat that's bugging or buzzing around yeah. your ear yeah. or in your peripheral view that you do this and you can't ever bat it away. But purpose path is kind of what we're supposed to be on rather than where we're supposed to physically be as a destination. I think uh, the beauty of all of this work is there's no right answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there is context and there is your context for, for how things go. And then there's Richard's context for how things go. And, and I get to take something from you as I take something from Richard, as I take something from Devin and I get to blaze my own trail. Uh, because your path is not my path. Right. And and I think that's probably one of the bigger uh, elements that we struggle with is that we, we try and fit inside the boxes that are around us uh, because we've been groomed to fit in boxes. We've been told you should fit in this box here. Mm-hmm. And so we've spent our entire lives trying to fit ourselves in a box that we have never truly fit in, but we make it work. You know, it's a little pinchy over here and a little bulgy over there and it's tight on this spot, but we'll tolerate it. And we're really good at tolerating things for very long periods of time, turning it into our new reality. But that's just how it goes. And and it's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be how it goes. And that's the thing that uh, is, is just so magical about it. Uh, anything's possible. I love some of the things that you talked about. Okay. And uh, this meandering path is so perfect because most of us are racing down the path, missing everything along the way that were necessary uh, guiding posts, right? Directions for us to, to now go uh, along a different path. But we're, we're not meandering. We are full tilt going on like it is a sprint and uh this idea of of really enjoying the journey and and appreciating what we get along the way is part of of what's so critical to to discovering this thing and and this path right It, it truly is a path um and the other thing that you created was this idea of the upstream battle right mm-hmm. um we find ourselves battling going upstream and it's exhausting and unfulfilling and frustrating. And it's probably, we should probably not do that. Well, I used to think it was a test of my commitment. Totally. Right. I can endure it. Yes. I must endure it in order to show that I am committed. 
Well, you know, somewhat that is can be true in certain occasions, but often it's like, no, you're on the wrong path. You know, it's yeah. too much work. Well, and to your point, so I don't know if you've done uh, whitewater rapids. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is exa- It can be exhausting mm-hmm. work as well, mm-hmm. but worth it. Super necessary work <laughs> yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there is a flow state. We are going downstream. We are going with the flow of the yeah. water, and we are experiencing excitement and thrill and and all of those things that trying to now swim because we don't have the right structures in place. We're, place, we're missing the boat or all of these elements, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're all the things that we've acquired along the way to make the path more enjoyable, more, more uh, spectacular. And if we're not, I think the biggest thing that's coming out of today, how are you feeling along the way? Are you truly um, exhausted and, and resigned and, and checked out? Mm-hmm. You should stop immediately. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and seek to, to gain some clarity around something that now sparks a level of excitement or, you know, whatever that is, because that's now not, not the path, a path to begin to explore. Right. It could right. be your alternate path. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as a way of discovery and finding that, that North star that we talked about before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the podcast for now. If they want to uh, mm-hmm. really take the deep dive, they have to come and join us in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is our first ever Day on Purpose conference here in Calgary, January 25th. A Day on Purpose is bringing together a fantastic community of speakers and presenters, people like you and me at various stages of uncovering their own purpose. It will be a day of stories and discovery that will work to make a very high level and at times hard to understand topic relatable and uncomplicated. You are brave enough to start the journey, and we'd love for you to join us. Thanks for listening.